0: Hello. If you're listening to this, then you are listening to the free preview of a, sh- of a paid episode of The Studies Show. If you'd like to hear the whole thing, the whole exciting story of Hansi uh, then you need to go to www.thestudiesshowpod.com, where you can become a paid subscriber and you can get the whole thing. Um, enjoy the preview and we hope you join us for the whole thing as well. Thanks very much. Tom, have you ever watched Deal or No Deal? I, I mean, short answer, no. Long answer, I've watched a few seconds of it, but oh my god, they just pick random boxes and then tell you <laughs> tell you at enormous length why they picked it. Yeah. I've got this system. you picked a random box, mate. Like anyway, yeah. yeah. So tell me about tell me about Deal or No Deal.
1: Well, so, it's not it's not nothing really relevant to Deal or No Deal, but the 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 point I wanted to uh, make was that Noel Edmonds, who was the host of the UK version of Deal or No Deal, I don't think. I assume there's versions in another, other countries I think it was
0: Dutch originally. I think it was a Dutch no, right, program okay. then came to Britain and then the Americans rip it off because the Americans ripped off all sorts of game shows. I think, that's,
1: uh, that's what happened to the Traitors as well. Also an excellent TV program. That yeah. was originally Dutch uh, as well.
0: And um, um, possibly that one with Anne Robinson... The weakest link. link. Yeah, anyway, I don't know know if they were Dutch, but certainly. Anyway, we're drifting off the point already. The point, yeah, we've
1: gone very far. The point is, Noel Edmonds got in trouble, this is years ago, Mm. because he he said that negative emotions and stress, uh, or the negative emotions caused by stress, Mm. um, caused cancer. And if you think more positively, then you can reduce your risk of cancer. And sort of the other side of that, I suppose, is that if you have cancer then it's sort of your own fault for, for having the bad thoughts for, yeah, yeah the separate, point is yeah the yeah. point is that whole thing about thinking positive thoughts and it's sort of causing cancer mm-hmm. uh is is kind of the subject of today's study show uh, to which you are very welcome listeners and uh thank you very much if you've taken out a paid subscription to listen to the whole thing specifically it's about the empirical basis for the idea that negative thoughts are involved in you know, cancer and other fatal diseases. Um, the empirical basis provided by one of history's most famous psychologists. That's uh, Hans Isink.
0: Yes, yeah, so a name um, I've heard of. In fact, we've mentioned him on the studies show once or twice before, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we have. Um, yeah. We mentioned him briefly in the episode that we did on psychotherapy because he was a kind of a, a critic of Freud and a critic of lots of different kinds of psychotherapy kind of early in his career, um, uh, which spanned basically the whole of the 20th century or. or you know, from the from the sort of 1940s, 50s, I think, uh, on to uh, his death in 1998.
0: I would oh, say so that's half um, of the... Of the uh, the whole of the 20th century would be really impressive. Uh, yeah, be impressive. maybe you're right. Yeah, Anyway, do carry on.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. The, 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 we've recently done episodes of, of therapy, on therapy that's relevant to iSync. We've done episodes recently on personality which mm-hmm. again is relevant to Hans I think because he was uh, in large part a personality psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um and we've also, unfortunately, slightly longer ago, we've done an episode on scientific fraud, and you'll see why that is relevant to this story as well. Um and the reason that we're talking about this specific story now is um because I, I basically I saw a really annoying tweet from a guy uh who got a million views or something. So it was quite viral. Mm-hmm. Um and he, he was like Hans think, is this great genius, um, and he's been cancelled. I don't think the guy said woke mob or whatever, but he was basically saying he's been cancelled by the woke mob. You yeah. know? An inquiry said his work was, quote-unquote, unsafe, and that's code for problematic but true. Um,
0: <laughs> yes, the woke mob have come from... Yeah, it's an unusual cancellation, a posthumous cancellation. I don't yeah. think you see a lot of them. Yeah, are. yeah,
1: Yeah, this happened. The cancellation happened, I suppose, in... 2020 um mm. when he, he died in 1988. so
0: actually you know what i say that quite a lot of them do happen but a lot of them happen like 200 years after and it turns out that someone realizes they own loads of slaves like, they're, sorry they're, i've they're, been they're...
1: saying 1998 sorry it's 1987. that he died my apologies oh, okay. oh, Good heavens. Uh, yeah sorry 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 yes you're right posthumously um it happens to... Yeah, yeah, all those, like, uh, statues people yeah, are tearing down being and, and stuff in, like that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, thrown right.
0: in the Avon or something, yeah. Um, but basically, this tweeter
1: was trying to say that Hans Isaac was a bit like those figures, those historical figures who, you know, are considered great geniuses or whatever and now have been cancelled by the woke mob. Mm-hmm. Um, he was trying to fit that. And then, obviously, that is a narrative which resonated with a lot of people because he got a lot of, uh, a lot of attention for it. So, mm-hmm. basically, what uh, I am, you know... Um, uh, i challenge you listeners uh, to this episode uh, to listen to this episode and tell me if you think that's vaguely true that he goes qu- cancelled by a woke mob for his uh problematic but true findings
0: see um, i'm i also don't i like i've i know very vaguely the Hans i story and i've seen a video of someone challenging him which we'll come back to i'm sure in this uh but mm. i actually don't know this story at all so i too will see if the um If uh, if he was cancelled by the woke mob, as as old books guy said on Twitter,
1: that's his name, yeah, old books guy. Fair enough. So um, so let's get into it. Um, In what follows, uh, we're we're going to rely very very heavily on this 2019 article, um, which is called "Revisiting a Scientific Scandal," Mm -hmm. um, by uh Anthony Pelosi, who is a psychiatrist in Glasgow, um, uh, and he's got. And I'm, By the way, you got to find a video or a recording of him speaking because he's got one of the best Glaswegian accent. I can't really even do it. He's got oh, an amazing dope. Glaswegian accent, hmm. um, really remarkable accent. I love it. I could listen to it all day long. Um, anyway, he uh, has basically single-handedly kept this story in... In people's minds. I'm trying slipping back into a Glaswegian <laughs> ah, accent.
0: You can not do the Glasgow accent probably. You, you certainly can't. Yes, I can. That's perfect.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and um uh, I think without him, basically nothing would have been done about this uh, whole story. And the whole more recent flare-up of this story would, would simply not have happened. Um so we'll summarise basically his article, um, but it is well worth reading yourself and it's in the show notes um, if you want to if you want to see it. So
0: who is Hans Eysenck? Tom. So, as I understand it, he uh, was a was a German psycho- psychologist. Um, yes. quite, quite old, I believe you could say. As and he was that he, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He moved to the UK and to escape the Nazis in the nineteen thirties. Lived in the UK for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah. Was a professor at the the IOP, the Institute of Psychiatry. Yes. Um
1: and, and should should say because it will become relevant later that the Institute of Psychiatry used to be its own thing. used to be its own... Is it now part of
0: King's? Yeah, it's part of King's
1: College London now, which, by the way, was my previous employer. You love sleeping people at King's. You're you're (laughs) just
0: always going for them. I know.
1: There might be something about people who love publicity or something. But um, uh, yeah, um, the Institute of Psychiatry is now a kind of... D- division of king's college london but it mm. used to be its own thing it used to just be its own sort of research institution self-contained um and that's when that's what it was when i think worked there um, yeah. and he worked there f- from like he was a professor from like the 1950s or something on all the way um to to um to when he retired in the 80s so okay. uh yeah um and actually we're talking about work that happened right at the very end of his career after he was officially retired. I think he maybe had some kind of emeritus position. I'm not sure. Um, so, you know,
0: academics never actually retire. They all go well, emeritus and then just sort of keep turning up in the office and they uh, just keep working for free and calling themselves emeritus. And, I think yeah. that is basically, basically true. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: the only other situation I've heard emeritus described is the Pope, the, the other Pope, the Pope emeritus. <laughs> that um, made me laugh. Which yeah. is very strange. Yeah. And we have mm. multiple popes. Um, so uh, the main thing that he's known for is... Mm research on kind of different differential psychology you could call it so like psychology that involves differences between people mm. iq personality
0: yeah um, he, he, he was a big deal though right he, he was he was uh most you i mean i'm, I'm t- saying this like i know it. But this is your from your you you have noted that, that he was the most <laughs> cited when he was when he was alive he was the yes. most cited living psychologist yeah yeah um and there was a recreation of his lab in the Science Museum. Like, Did you never see this? No, like, if, I'm going to the Science Museum tomorrow, but I. I will. Yeah, oh, well, so, I'd, so yeah. I'd be interested. Yeah, I'm interested in you
1: checking out when, if you, when you go tomorrow, but I think it's gone now for mm. reasons that you may become obvious as we discuss this but mm. if you went up the stairs in the uh, science museum in London mm. um there was a whole recreation of his lab where he had like f- um skin conductance machines and like ele- electrophysiology type things and mm. uh, various different he, 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 one of his big things was trying to relate people's personality to kind of physical aspects like you know h- how much they um re- reacted yeah. to things like their 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 sweat levels change which is like fear reactions to things and, and all that kind of stuff he was trying to find a biological basis for personality so he did he did sort of research on that stuff um and yeah that was in the that was in the science museum Um yeah. so he was obviously seen as like a very important and major example of british psychology yeah
0: yeah I mean, um, yeah. That, that, that's not something you do for random postdocs at king's or something is it? no it uh, yeah, did not yeah yeah.
1: know he was a very very big deal um hmm. Got into loads of controversies over his life. Uh, Controversies because he attacked Freud. Controversies because he attacked therapy. Controversies because he attacked meta-analysis. Controversies because he wrote stuff about IQ um, and group differences in IQ, sex differences, race differences. Controversies about parapsychology. I mean, he he was obsessed with getting into
0: controversial areas. And that's it for the free preview of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please do go to www.thestudieshowpod.com uh, where you can subscribe and get the rest of it. We hope you do. Um, and if not, then thank you for listening anyway and another time. Bye-bye.